Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our daily reading conference call on A Course in Miracles, Original Edition. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles, Original Edition, which was published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, where if you mouse over the link at top for original edition, you will see the link to read ACIMOE. On that same drop-down menu, there is a link to subscribe to an excellent daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society, which contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, from about 9.15 to close to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Today we're finishing our reading in Chapter 27, The Body and the Dream, with Section 9, the, quote, hero of the dream. And at the top of the hour, we'll pause for a remembrance of our lesson for the day, Lesson 294, My Body is a Holy Neutral Thing which is led by Fran. Thank you for that, Fran. Okay, Lori, do you have an opening you'd like to offer this morning? I do, and thanks for asking, LeMoyne. Uh, this morning, it's the, from Helen Schuckman's book, The Gifts of God, and the poem is called The Christ Thought. Hold to the thought that Christ has placed in you. This was the thought which came with you and gives your coming all the purpose that it has. You have no function but to find this thought, to recognize it and to see it as it is. Your chosen wish, while wishes still prevail, and the reflection of the will of God, which also is your will. Till that is known, accept Christ's thought and let it be your own. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, thank you. That was great. Thank you, Lori. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Amen. Thank you, Lori. Okay. Um... Let's see, today, uh, with us in reading are Lori, Fran, <coughs> Jessica, Donna, Micah, and Robin Marie. And with us in listening this morning is Diana, Ida, and Roz. And in a pro forma sort of way, has anyone else joined us who would like to uh, join either the reading or the listening list or just say good morning? Okay. Anyone else for the reading or listening list? 
Say good morning. Okay, well, I'll get us started then with Chapter 27, The Body in the Dream, Section 9, the, quote, hero, unquote, of the dream. Paragraph 77. The body is the central figure in the dreaming of the world. There is no dream without it, nor does it exist without the dream in which it acts as if it were a person to be seen and be believed. It takes the central place in every dream which tells the story of how it was made by other bodies, born into the world outside the body, lives a little while and dies, to be united in the dust with other bodies dying like itself. In the brief time allotted it to live, it seeks for other bodies as its friends and enemies. Its safety is its main concern. Its comfort is its guiding rule. It tries to look for pleasure and avoid the things that would be hurtful. Above all, it tries to teach itself its pains and joys are different and can be told apart. Lori? Uh, chapter 27, The Body in the Dream, Section 9, The So-Called Hero of the Dream. 77. The body is the central figure in the dreaming of the world. There is no dream without it, nor does it exist without the dream in which it acts as if it were a person to be seen and to be believed. It takes the central place in every dream which tells the story of how it was made by other bodies, born into the world outside the body, lives a little while and dies to be united in the dust with other bodies dying like itself. In the brief time allotted it to live, it seeks for other bodies as its friends and enemies. Its safety is its main concern. Its comfort, its guiding rule. It tries to look for pleasure and avoid the things that would be hurtful. Above all, it tries to teach itself. Its pains and joys are different and can be told apart. 78. The dreaming of the world takes many forms because the body seeks in many ways to prove it is autonomous and real. It puts things on itself which it has bought with little metal discs and paper strips. The world proclaims as valuable and good. It works to get them, doing senseless things, and tosses them away for senseless things it does not need and does not even want. It hires other bodies that they may protect it and collect more senseless things that it can call its own. It looks about for special bodies, which can share its dream. Sometimes it dreams it is a conqueror of bodies weaker than itself, but in some phases of the dream, it is the slave of bodies that would hurt and torture it. Thank you, Lori. And Fran? 78. The dreaming of the world takes many forms 
because the body seeks in many ways to prove it is autonomous and real. It puts things on itself, which is said bought with little metal discs or paper strips the world proclaims as valuable and good. It works to get them, doing senseless things, <clears throat> and tosses them away for senseless things it does not need and does not even want. It hires other bodies that they may protect it and collect more senseless things that it can call its own. It looks about for special bodies which can share its dream. Sometimes it dreams it is a conqueror of bodies weaker than itself. But in some phases of the dream, it is the slave of bodies that would hurt and torture it. 79. <clears throat> the body's serial adventures from the time of birth to dying is the theme of every dream the world has ever had. The quote-unquote hero of this dream will never change, nor will its purpose. Though the dream itself takes many forms and seems to show a great variety of places and events wherein its quote-unquote hero finds itself, the dream has but one purpose taught in many ways. This single lesson does it try to teach again and still again, and yet once more, that it is cause and not effect. And you are its effect and cannot be its cause. Thank you, Fran. And Jessica. <clears throat> 79. The body's serial adventures from the time of birth to dying is the theme of every dream the world has ever had. The, quote, hero of this dream will never change, nor will its purpose. Though the dream itself takes many forms and seems to show a great variety of places and events wherein its hero finds itself, the dream has but one purpose taught in many ways. This single lesson does it try to teach again and still again, and yet once more, that it is cause and not effect. And you are its effect and cannot be its cause. Thus are you not the dreamer, but the dream. And so you wander idly in and out of places and events which it contrives. That this is all the body does is true, for it is but a figure in the dream. But who reacts to figures in a dream unless he sees them as if they were real? The instant that he sees them as they are, they have no more effects on him because he understands he gave them their effects by causing them and making them Seen real. Thank you, Jessica. And Donna. 80. Thus are you, thus are you not the dreamer, but the dream. And so you wander idly in and out of places and events which it contrives. That this is all the body does is true, for it is but a figure in a dream. But who reacts to figures in a dream 
unless he sees them as if they were real. The instant that he sees them as they are, they have no more effects on him because he understands he gave them their effects by causing them and making them seem real. 81. How willing are you to escape effects of all the dreams the world has ever made? Is it your wish to let no dream appear to be the cause of what it is you do? Then let us merely look upon the dream's beginning, for the part you see is but the second part, whose cause lies in the first. No one asleep and dreaming in the world remembers his attack upon himself. No one believes there really is a time when he knew nothing of a body and could never have convinced this world and never could have conceived this world as real. He would have seen at once that these ideas are one illusion, too ridiculous for anything but to be laughed away. How serious they now appear to be, and no one can remember when they would have met with laughter and with disbelief. And no one can remember when they would have met with laughter and disbelief. Thank you, Donna. And Micah. Uh, 81. How willing are you to escape effects of all the dreams of the world of all the dreams the world has ever had. Is it your wish to let no dream appear to be the cause of what it is you do? Then let us merely look upon the dream's beginning, for the part you see is but the second part, whose cause lies in the first. No one asleep and dreaming in the world remembers his attack upon himself. No one believes there really was a time when he knew nothing of a body and could never have conceived this world as real. He would have seen at once that these ideas are one illusion too ridiculous for anything but to be laughed away. How serious they now appear to be. And no one can remember when they would have met with laughter and with disbelief. Uh, 82. We can remember this if we but look directly at their cause, and we will see the grounds for laughter and not a cause for fear. Let us return the dream he gave away unto the dreamer who perceives the dream as separate from himself and done to him. Into eternity where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea at which the Son of God remembered not to laugh. It was in his forgetting did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and real effects. Together we can laugh them both away and understand that time cannot intrude upon eternity. It is a joke to think that time can come to circumvent eternity. 
which means there is no time. Thank you, Micah. And Robin Marie. 82. We can remember this. If, let's see. We can remember this if we but look directly at their cause, and we will see the grounds for laughter, not a cause for fear. Let us return the dream he gave away unto the dreamer, who perceives the dream as separate from himself and done to him. Into eternity, where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea at which the Son of God remembered not to laugh. In his forgetting, did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and real effects. Together we can laugh them both away and understand that time cannot intrude upon eternity. It is a joke to think that time can come to circumvent eternity, which means there is no time. 83. A timelessness in which is time made real, a part of God which can attack itself, a separate brother as an enemy, a mind within a body. All are forms of circularity whose ending starts at its beginning, ending at its cause. The world you see depicts exactly what you thought you did, except that now you think that what you did is being done to you. The guilt for what you thought is being placed outside yourself and on a guilty world which dreams your dreams and thinks your thoughts instead of you. It brings its vengeance, not your own. It keeps you narrowly confined within a body, which it punishes because of all the sinful things the body does within its dream. You have no power to make the body stop its evil deeds because you did not make it and cannot control its actions or its purpose or its fate. And thank you, Robin Marie. And uh, do we have a new reader for 83 and 84? Is there someone who would enjoy reading 83 and 84? Okay, back to you, Lori. 83. A timelessness in which is time made real, a part of God which can attack it itself, a separate brother as an enemy, a mind within the body, all are forms of circularity whose ending starts at its beginning, ending at its cause. The world you see depicts exactly what you thought you did, except that now you think that what you did is being done to you. The guilt for what you thought is being placed outside yourself and on a guilty world which dreams your dreams and thinks your thoughts instead of you. It brings its vengeance, not your own. It keeps you narrowly confined within a body which it punishes because of all the sinful things the body does within its dream. You have no power to make the body stop its evil deeds because you did not make it and cannot control its actions or its purpose 
or sweet. 84. The world that demonstrates an ancient truth, you will believe that others do to you exactly what you think you did to them. But once deluded into blaming them, you will not see the cause of what they do because you want the guilt to rest on them. How childish is this petulant device to keep your innocence by p pushing guilt outside yourself, but never letting go. It is not easy to perceive the jest when all around you do your eyes behold its heavy consequences, but without their trifling cause. Without the cause, do its effects seem serious and sad indeed, yet they but follow, and it is their cause which follows nothing and is but a jest. Thank you, Lori. And Fran. 84. The world but demonstrates an ancient truth. You will believe that others do to you exactly what you think you did to them. But once deluded into blaming them, you will not see the cause of what they do because you want the guilt to rest on them. How childish is this petulant device to keep your innocence by pushing guilt outside yourself but never letting go? It is not easy to perceive the just when all around you do your eyes behold its heavy consequences but without their trifling cause. Without the cause, do its effects seem serious and sad indeed. Yet they but follow, and it is their cause which follows nothing and is but a just. 85. In gentle laughter does the Holy Spirit perceive the cause and looks not to effects. How else could he correct your error who have overlooked the cause entirely? He bids you bring each terrible effect to him that you may look together on its foolish cause and laugh with him a while. You judge effects, but he has judged their cause, and by his judgment are effects removed. Perhaps you come in tears, but hear him say, quote, My brother, holy son of God, behold your idle dream in which this could occur, unquote. And you will leave the holy instant with your laughter and your brothers joined with his. Thank you, Fran. And Jessica. 85. In gentle laughter does the Holy Spirit perceive the cause and looks not to effects. How else could he err who have overlooked the cause entirely? He bids you bring each terrible effect to him, that you may look together on its foolish cause and laugh with him a while. You judge effects, but he has judged their cause. And by his judgment are effects removed. Perhaps you come in tears, but hear him say, My brother, holy son of God, Behold your idle dream in which this could occur. And you will leave the holy instant with your laughter and your brothers joined with his. <clears throat> the secret of salvation is but this, that you are doing this unto yourself. 
No matter what the form of the attack, this still is true. Whoever takes the role of enemy and of attacker, still is this the truth. Whatever seems to be the cause of any pain and suffering you feel, this is still true. For you would not react at all to figures in a dream you knew that you were dreaming. Let them be as hateful and as vicious as they may. They could have no effect on you unless you failed to recognize it is your dream. This single lesson learned will set you free from suffering, whatever form it takes. Thank you, Jessica. And Donna, would you read down through 89? Thank you. Or, sorry, through 88, excuse me. Thank you. 86. The secret of salvation is but this, that you are doing this unto yourself. No matter what the form of the attack, this is still true. Whoever takes the role of enemy and of attacker, still is this the truth. Whatever seems to be the cause of any pain and suffering you feel, this is still true. For you would not react at all to figures in a dream you knew that you were dream you knew that you were dreaming. Let them be as hateful and vicious as they may. They could have no effect on you unless you failed to recognize it is your dream. This single lesson learned will set you free from suffering, whatever form it takes. 87. The Holy Spirit will repeat this one inclusive lesson of deliverance until it has been learned, regardless of the form of suffering that, it, that brings you pain. Whatever hurt you bring to him, he will make answer with this very simple truth. For this one answer takes away the cause of every form of sorrow and of pain. The form affects his answer not at all. For he would teach you but the single cause of all of them, no matter what their form. And you will understand that miracles reflect the simple statement, 88. I have done this thing that, and it is this I would undo. Thank you, Donna. And Micah, would you read 87 through 89? Sure. Uh, 87. The Holy Spirit will repeat this one inclusive lesson of deliverance until it has been learned regardless of the form of suffering that brings you pain. Whatever hurt you bring to him, he will make answers with this very simple truth. For this one answer takes away the cause of every form of sorrow and of pain. The form affects his answer not at all, for he would teach you but the single cause of all of them, no matter what their form. And you will understand that miracles reflect the simple statement, 
I have done this thing, and it is this I would undo. 89. Bring then all forms of suffering to him who knows that every one is like the rest. He sees no differences where none exist, and he will teach you how each one is caused. None has a different cause from all the rest, and all of them are easily undone by but a single lesson truly learned. Salvation is a secret you have kept but from yourself. The universe proclaims it so, yet to its witnesses you pay no heed at all. For they attest the thing you do not want to know. They seem to keep it secret from you, yet you need but learn you choose but not to listen, not to see. How differently will you perceive the world when this is recognized? When you forgive the world your guilt, you will be free of it. Its innocence does not demand your guilt, nor does your guiltlessness rest on its sins. Thank you, Micah. And Robin Murray, would you read the last, excuse me, last bit of 87 down through 90? this thing and it is this I would undo bring then all forms of suffering to him who knows that everyone is like the rest he sees no differences where none exist and he will teach you how each one is caused none has a different cause from all the rest and all of them are easily undone by but a single lesson truly learned Salvation is a secret you have kept but from yourself. The universe proclaims it so. Yet to its witnesses you pay no attention, no heed at all. For they attest the thing you do not want to know. They seem to keep it secret from you. Yet you need but learn you choose but not to listen, not to see. How differently will you perceive the world when this is recognized. When you forgive the world your guilt, you will be free of it. Its innocence does not demand your guilt, nor does your guiltlessness rest on its sins. This is the obvious, a secret kept from no one but yourself, and it is this that has maintained you separate from the world and kept your brothers separate from you. Now need you but to learn that both of you are innocent or guilty. The one thing that is impossible is that you be unlike each other, that they both be true. This is the only secret yet to learn, and it will be no secret you are healed. Thank you, Robin Marie. And is there a new reader who would like to conclude with 90? Trisha here. Okay. 
Right on. Whoop. I just um, thought we were at the end. I closed my book. Here we go. Um, 90. Thank you, Hen. This is the obvious. A secret kept from no one but yourself. And it is this that has maintained you separate from the world and kept your brothers separate from you. Now, now need you but to learn that both, both of you are innocent or guilty. The one thing that is impossible is that you be unlike the other. The one thing that is impossible is that you be unlike each other. That they both be true. This is the only secret yet to learn. And it will be no secret. You are healed already. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. I just just want to ask, is there anyone who would like to reread 90? Bring us that conclusion one more time. New reader or not? Okay, well, I will now... Attempt to su- summarize another very pithy question, luckily. One lesson. All right. Chapter 27, The Body and the Dream. Section 9, The, quote, hero, unquote, of the dream. From 77, The body is the central figure in the dreaming of the world. <clears throat> Its safety is its main concern. Its comfort is its guiding rule. It tries to look for pleasure and avoid the things that would be hurtful. Above all, it tries to teach itself its pains and joys are different and can be told apart. In 78, the dreaming of the world takes many forms. In 79... Excuse me. <clears throat> from 79, the body's serial adventures from the time of birth to dying is the theme of every dream the world has ever had. The so-called hero of this dream will never change, nor will its purpose. This single lesson does it try to teach again and still again and yet once more 
that it is cause and not effect. And you are its effect and cannot be its cause. Thus you are not the dreamer, but the dream. From 81, how willing are you to escape effects of all the dreams the world has ever had? Is it your wish to let no dream appear to be the cause of what it is you do? Then let us merely look upon the dream's beginning. 82, we can remember this. Let us return the dream the dreamer gave away unto the dreamer who perceives the dream as separate from himself and done to him. Into eternity, where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea at which the Son of God remembered not to laugh. In his forgetting did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and real effects. Together we can laugh them both away and understand that time cannot intrude upon eternity. It is a joke to think that time can come to circumvent eternity, eternity which means there is no time. <coughs> 83. A timelessness in which is time made real a part of God which can attack itself, a separate brother as an enemy, a mind within a body, all are forms of circularity whose ending starts at its beginning, ending at its cause. The world you see depicts exactly what you thought you did, except now you think that what you did is being done to you. 84. The world but demonstrates an ancient truth. You will believe that others do to you exactly what you think you did to them. But once deluded into blaming them, you will not see the cause of what they do because you want the guilt to rest on them. How childish is this petulant device to keep your innocence by pushing guilt outside yourself but never letting go. 84. It is the cause which follows nothing. It is this cause which follows nothing and is but a jest. In gentle laughter does the Holy Spirit perceive the cause and looks not to effects. Again, from 85, you judge effects, but he has judged their cause, and by his judgment are effects removed. Perhaps you come in tears, but hear him say, My brother, holy son of God, behold your idle dream in which this could occur, and you will leave the holy instant with your laughter and your brothers joined with the Holy Spirit. 86. The secret of salvation is but this, that you are doing this unto yourself. This single lesson learned will set you free from suffering. 
87. The Holy Spirit will repeat this one inclusive lesson of deliverance until it has been learned. Whatever hurt you bring to him, he will make answer with this very simple truth. For this one answer takes away the cause of every form of sorrow and of pain. The form affects his answer not at all, for he would teach you but the single cause of all of them no matter what their form. And you will understand that miracles reflect the simple statement, I have done this thing, and it is this I would undo. Bring, then, all forms of suffering to him who knows that everyone is like the rest. Salvation is but a secret you have kept from yourself. The universe proclaims itself, yet to its witnesses you pay no heed at all, for they attest the thing you do not want to know. They seem to keep it secret from you, yet you need but learn, you choose but not to listen, not to see. When you forgive the world your guilt, you will be free of it. Its innocence does not demand your guilt, nor does your guiltness nor does your guiltlessness rest on its sin. This is the obvious, a secret kept no one kept from no one but yourself. And it is this that has maintained you separate from the world and kept your brother separate from you. Now need you but to learn that both of you are innocent or guilty. The one thing that is impossible is that you be unlike each other, that they both be true. This is the only secret yet to learn, and it will be no secret you are healed. And, uh, we're up past the top of the hour. So, um, if you're ready, Fran, would you lead us in our remembrance of Lesson 294? My body is a wholly neutral thing. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Lamoyne. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook. And the theme that we're on is, what is the real world? In today's lesson, lesson 294, my body is a wholly neutral thing. So I shall read some from what is the real world. The real world is a symbol, like the rest of what perception offers. Yet it stands for what is opposite to what you made. Your world is seen through eyes of fear and brings the witnesses of terror to your mind. The real world cannot be perceived except through eyes forgiveness blesses. So they see a world where terror is impossible and witnesses to fear cannot be found. The real world holds a counterpart for each unhappy thought reflected in your world. The real world is the symbol that the dream of sin and guilt is over and God's Son no longer sleeps. His waking eyes perceive the sure reflection of his Father's love. 
the certain promise that he is redeemed. The real world signifies the end of time, for its perception makes time purposeless. As we look upon the world forgiven, it is he who calls to us and comes to take us home, reminding us of our identity, which our forgiveness has restored to us. I will go to the lesson. Lesson 294. My body is a wholly neutral thing. I am a son of God. And can I be another thing as well? Did God create the mortal and corruptible? What use is God's beloved son for what must die? And yet a neutral thing does not see death. For thoughts of fear are not invested there, nor is a mockery of love bestowed upon it. Its neutrality protects it while it has a use. And afterwards, without a purpose, it is laid aside. It is not sick or old or hurt. It is but functionless, unneeded and cast off. Let me not see it more than this today, of service for a while and fit to serve, to keep its usefulness while it can serve, and then to be replaced for greater good. My body, Father, cannot be your son, and what is not created cannot be sinful or sinless, neither good nor bad. Let me then use this dream to help your plan that we awaken from all dreams we made. Take a moment, reflect on this. Lesson 294, my body is a wholly neutral thing. My body, Father, cannot be your son. And what is not created cannot be sinful or sinless, neither good nor bad. Let me then use this dream to help your plan that we awaken from all dreams we made. Lesson 294, my body is a wholly neutral thing. Amen. 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 Thank you, Fran. Yes, thank you, Fran. Thank you, guys. Hi, good morning. This is Ida. Um, It is incredible, and yet it's very, very credible at the same time. 
time, but the, of course, the, uh, I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, the, um, what we were reading in the text and, and the message in the lesson today are exactly the same. My body is a wholly neutral thing, and he's talking about in the text the hero, quote unquote, of the dream, the ego dream, the body's dream, that the one that comes from separation. But, however, my body is a wholly neutral thing. It does not have to be the hero of my dream, right? Thanks, I'm complete. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Ida. Yeah, thank you, Ida. It's a wholly neutral thing. As a fact, it's kind of disqualified to be the hero. Anyway, this is Lemoyne. When I, I opened this up to prepare and went, oh no, I'm unqualified. This is all, I know, I don't get it. Well, all this stuff. And finally, finally, during the recap, it kind of dropped, I finally got the jest in some sense. This thing that um, <laughs> either both of us are innocent or guilty. And I'm always trying to be confused <laughs> and make them both true. It's like, okay, no wonder I'm confused. I'm trying to make both of them true. And, you know, we are, at our core, we must be the same. And uh, therefore, either innocent or guilty. And then, then it's easier to choose from the real effects of being innocent, which is like peace and joy, or being guilty, which is just endless suffering. So I see the I see why I feel why I felt unqualified because I insist it's confused and confusing and it really is you know, I'm not saying this is the only way it could drop for somebody by far, but it dropped for me and the thing that I am always trying to fight against the confusion that is there just because I don't recognize things are one way or the other. They're not actually confused. The confusion is over here. And, uh, <laughs> and I love to multiply it. At times... <clears throat> And it's much easier to let it go. Hence the jet. So I'm complete. <laughs> oh, that was delightful, Lemoyne. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yes, thank you, right Lemoyne. with you, Lemoyne. Yes. Very helpful. Thank you, Lemoyne. How's that? Yeah, I do too. You really simplifying it. You're either innocent or guilty. Bam. Thank you, Lamorne. And then Patricia here. Oh, go ahead. I've I've learned I've learned that the low opinion of ourselves is not humility. 
once I learned that, it released me from thinking I had to, uh, you know, I am complete. Well, thanks, Donna. Hey, Donna. Donna, it's Lemoyne. I missed the key word there that you're, you, I, I got mashability or something. I didn't, what was the? What I was really trying to say was our lack of, hum, we think humility is we, 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 we do what you were just doing to yourself today. <laughs> Saying you can't do nothing right, you can't do it, blah, 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 blah. And in the world, they teach us, well, that's humble. You don't think more of yourself than someone else. But that's actually, what I've learned is that's actually defaming God by daring to think that you ain't already perfect. You can know it all. I am complete. Thank you. Thank you for the clarity. (laughs) Thank you. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's Jude. Um, This is... Just chock full, chock full. Uh, you know, it speaks of, the reading speaks of, and in the lesson too, oh, what is my origin? What is the belief of my origin? If I believe I was born into a body made by other bodies, the concept of self originates from this belief. And... It is the the origin of the the belief of of being a separate person. Now, if I look at what the Course teaches me as myself, it's an idea, purely an idea in the mind of God, that I am formless, limitless, free spirit, an extension of an idea in the mind of God that thinks with and like God, loving thoughts, extending love, welcoming and embrace everything that I see as a part of me and the totality of my reality is the kingdom of God, as myself, as the son of God. And how completely opposite and in opposition these two, two, two ideas are a concept of a separate self or the truth of what I am. I am in truth. And um, my ground zero being peace and joy and happiness as uh, as a part of thinking like and with and for God's extension, my extension of the kingdom of, of encompassing and 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 welcoming it as part of me, rejecting none of it, and wholly and completely in its perfection, rejecting none of it, excluding none of it. Nothing in part, nothing partially, everything in its totality. Um, Thinking separate from God, I think my thinking is separate from God, and I think I can have a separate will from God, 
And that's the source of all guilt, that I believe that I can usurp the power by creating my own personal self, and then I, I feel responsible for it. And here comes, here comes God's answer, the Holy Spirit, the perfect remedy for every, every problem that I can possibly imagine. Everything that I can imagine can hurt me, humble me, make me angry, afraid, sad, all the false false ideas that are come from thinking apart from the mind of God, thinking I'm a separate person in a body, thinking I'm something else, an image of my own making, which is the cause of my suffering. All suffering and guilt arise on behalf of thinking that I'm responsible for this error. It's just a mistaken belief. And that's why the atonement is the perfect remedy, because it says, I can't be blamed for this. I'm not to blame, and no one else is to blame for this error. It was a mistaken idea that was laughed at and, and, and said, this is ridiculous, it's absurd, it can't happen. It's not the will of God. And so it was ended in a, in a nanosecond. And time unfolds, and I don't know how, you know, anybody wants to wrap their head around all that jazz, but to, to think that it happens in any given moment, that decision is made in any given moment, is why we were given the remedy, the remedy of the Holy Spirit, the holy instant, the holy encounters, that every... Every relationship is holy, that God is in everything that I see and is a holy gift to me in its holy blessedness. There's no place or no time that this mistaken belief that I can hold myself responsible for in the dream, the dream of guilt and the dream of judgment is undone. And I just love the rap this book this book brings to this whole study. <laughs> it's like let's let's all be at home exactly where we are and return to the place we never left. And this is heaven on earth. Where no one can attack me and I can attack no one. There's no one to blame and I'm not to blame. That there is no judgment that deserves punishment that the Holy Spirit dismisses the case against everyone by judging for God for us. There's nothing to feel bad about. We haven't done anything wrong. There's nothing that could, could ever separate us from the perfect love that is us. And the beginning and the end. <laughs> no beginning and no end. <laughs> Here I go, there I go. Thank you, Lori and Lemoyne and Fran and everyone who's joining in to joining together to, to realize the truth of where from where we came and from what we came that makes us who we are in truth. Our origin. <laughs> Perfect love. The end. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's a wrap. <laughs>
Thank you, Judy. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. This is Micah. <clears throat> um, it's kind of interesting, and thank you for your share, Judy. I enjoyed that. Uh, the um, on on the dance floor of awakening, there's there's uh, different steps, and it's so curious to see the body move from a, a uh, it, you know, it being a totally neutral thing, and yet it can become filled with such divinity. And um, I think we've all experienced that as God fills up and takes the, its place on the altar. And um, I'm thinking of that passage that is beautiful to meditate on and uh, I'll just read a little part of it right now but God offers thanks to the holy host who would receive him and let him enter and abide where he would be and by your welcome does he welcome you into himself for what is contained in you who welcome him is returned to him and we but celebrate his wholeness as we welcome him into ourselves. Those who receive the Father are one with him, being host to him who created them. And by allowing him to enter, the remembrance of the Father enters with him, and with him they remember the only relationship they ever had and ever want to have. And then then it really becomes cause and effect are one. We are a thought in the mind of God. And uh, thanks, Judy, for highlighting that. And, um, and it, yet at the same time, Jesus says, at no time does the body exist at all. In another place, he says, the body is a dream. And I remember walking out of the house in New Mexico when uh, Spirit in a very audible voice said and gravity too is a dream we're very creative we're very powerful beings and, and this is a um, uh, co-creation dream here and I came across this line that says the mind creates all things that are 
And another line says, we will look upon God's world today. And we're learning how to dream with the Holy Spirit and with Christ. And then, uh, let no appearance of my sins obscure the light of heaven shining on the world. What is reflected there is in God's mind. And, and thank you, Judy, for highlighting that kind of oneness of cause and effect. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, there were some highlights in the uh, the reading. Maybe I'll look at a few of those that stood out for me. Um, one was into eternity where all is one. Into eternity where all is one. That seemed like the real distinction of, uh, you know, the dif- difference between the dreaming of this world and where we came from. You know, in, in eternity from all, where all is one. That's in paragraph uh, 82. There crept a tiny, mad idea. And the Course of Love frames it a little differently. They said it was uh, kind of we wanted to try to extend love into the illusion of form and separation. Uh, And let's see. um, Another passage that stood out today was... um, this movement out into the formless is so critical to see the holiness within the realm of form. And he says, freedom must be impossible as long as you perceive a body as yourself. The body is a limit. Who would seek for freedom in a body look for it where it cannot be found. And this is where it really starts to move into this powerful place of the mind. The mind can be made free when it no longer sees itself as in a body, firmly tied to it and sheltered by its presence. And then another quote on the mind, which is what we, what we are and where unity can be felt so clearly. Christ's vision has one law. It does not look upon a body and mistake it for the Son whom God created. It beholds a light beyond the body. It sees no separation, and it looks on everyone, on every circumstance, and all happenings, and all events, without the slightest fading of the light it sees. Um, anyway, another passage, and then I'm done. Um, Well, I don't know. I just, I, I just looking up at paragraph 78, the whole paragraph is pretty powerful. But the dreaming of the world takes many forms because the body seeks in many ways to prove it is autonomous and real. And um, it's, it's wonderful to break free of bodily identification and move into the spacious self. And then as as we are mind and everything here is a projection and a creation of that mind and the body is 
it's a holographic. It's it's uh, consciousness as form. And once we move into that reality of mind, it's um, that is becomes the experience. And then it's really seen as a neutral thing. But anyway, I'm done. Thanks. Oh, that was so enjoyable, Micah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Micah. Thank you, Micah. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Micah. Thank you, Micah. Thank you so much. Good morning, Miss Patricia. The morning service brought to my mind a, a word in this field that we explore our eternal self with the stories that we are creating to love. And this new use of the word that's taking leadership right now is the word mother. And it comes in with, okay, how do we use this? And so I say I as this eternal service of this field moving through and to a world of form. This eternal voice says, Mother. Of course, Mother the Eternal. Mother is the Eternal everything. So what shall I mother? Says the body, the child, the the lover, the God, the Eternal us self. The child love the body. It is innocent. It is neutral. Let her know that. Let him know. Love her. Be the mother and love the body. Be the mother and love the child. You see, it is the world you have in form nobody here the children be the mother to love the vessel be the mother and so I listen and then as this eternal one that knows there is no time it's teaching the one in time the body the body that Christ gave as a devotion or whatever word anyone wants to put on it. It will play a guilt role. It will play an innocent role because it knows it plays them both equally for nothing is other than the play of the love. So a choice in time is one or the other. I choose to be the guilt now. I choose to be the lover, the innocent one now. Each choice 
is all wrapped around this one spinning eternal story of love that will change every second and can never really ever have freedom when it is being judged. So the mother says to the child, you weren't made to be the one to understand, honey. You have never, ever been expected to do that. Please, let yourself be mothered today. Love this vessel and choose the stories that can love it back. The mother, the eternal, only thing real, that which never changes. It's so neutral, the body is, and it's so unneutral to finally let that be done. Thank you. So easy. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. That was beautiful. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, enjoyed that. This is Donna. I woke up this morning about, well, I was probably awake at 7.30 and suffering so bad, quote, unquote, and complained to Jesus, journaled yesterday all about it, and <clears throat> really very put out with him that I, I could still experience anything that isn't real like this. So I went to the yesterday's lesson. I thought, let me find out what is in there that, you know, that can mitigate I do this. And uh, so I did open the book, and then I began to get what I get. It just comes, and I'm not fighting it. So this is what came to me, and at the end of it, 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 a title came. Begin at the beginning to let the end dissolve. And then at the end of our class today, when I opened this up again and looked, another title came undo by letting so so this is what it this is what i I have to say came through me today thomas's horace teaching is a way to see what really is on page six and seven of beyond the dream he lays out its fundamental premise he asks the question what is man and he answers it man is an image and likeness of god then he asks the question what is god and that's what his, the entire foundation of his works uh, attempts to do, <laughs> describe that. So this premise has, is guiding my awakening to reality. I ga- began by seeking to see what really is and God and our place in God. It seems, to, seems I've picked it up something like this. One, I am perfect. Two, the world is an illusion, a dream. To A, God put Adam in a deep sleep. To B, 
the Bible often tell, refers to, quote, I was as if a man in the dream, in a dream, end quotes. Three, the comforter, truth, Holy Spirit, is our life hyphen guide hyphen source in and through the dream. Four, I have the experiences I think about. <laughs> Five, I share beliefs with others in the dream hyphen illusion that maintain this dream hyphen illusion because we have in quality like power of God. Six, God is what is. Seven, God is all that is. Eight, everything real and true remains omniactively present in what we call timeless now or eternity. It's here. Nine, there is only life, love, infinite, perfect intelligence, divine order. Ten, I am constituent entity aspect of God's son and the collective one, sonship in God. Eleven, it is this foundation I am being, I am to be radically sincere, devoted, and attentive, pay attention to, and entertaining, and maintaining moment to moment. All else is the wide road to nowhere. 11a, looking away from all I see and encounter that represents the, quote, world and its inhabitants that, quote, seem to be all this, yet remains nothing. 11b, yet remaining in, remaining in it while not being of it, and learn to let the Holy Spirit guide, govern, guard my walks. If I yield and will it and let Holy Spirit, I will become and be aware that we, Holy Spirit, and all my co-sonship companions are already perfect and safe with our Father. And I will focus on this truth that is being revealed day by day, little by little. This I have made choice to see, 11C. Our collective endeavors is to awake from the sleep referred to as death that yet we have not realized because our spiritual vision and hearing remain obscure by our interest in the eyes, ears, mind, and world that only seems to be, but in truth is impossible. 11D. Thank you, Father, for our immutable oneness and your endless love, taking each of us just the way we are, as you lead us to our already oneness in you, perfect life everlasting. 11E. I choose not to look back on Sodom. I choose to accept the word Moses could not about himself. Quote, I am that I am. Four, eleven four. I accept when your word goes forth, it will accomplish what you set it to do. I accept your promises are forever and wrapped in your love. I accept and ask all in Jesus' name, amen. And I have to tell you, I'm feeling better. I am complete. I loved every bit of that, Donna. Thank you. 
Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Lori? Lori? <laughs> Brilliant minds oh, think alike, wow. Micah. <laughs> um, can I make a quick, a, a quick insert here, Lori, before you start? Oh, Jessica, please. Sorry, I had just yes. um, opened my phone, and all I want to say is I kind of was dozing off during a lot of that. I don't know why, but what I want to say is... Um, you know, there are a lot of words here, and he's so good at saying things in many different ways to make it almost seem complicated, like like um, Lemoyne was saying. <laughs> but but the the key the key part of this whole reading today is in eighty eight or is eighty eight. I have done this thing, and it is this I would undo. And the fact that all of them are the same makes it very simple for us. We don't need formulas and recipes for each thing, each different problem. They're all the same. Um, and it, it, it is my choice and my decision to undo all of it. I'm complete. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Jessica. Uh, well, hi, guys. Um, I had a penny drop this year. That um, I just love that about the Course in Miracles. It gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Every year there's something more. Uh, but the penny that dropped for me this year was that when I release the idea that I'm a body, it becomes um, very, very difficult to maintain the idea that you are. <laughs> Isn't that great? Um, if I have truly released the idea that um, this body has an autonomous will and a story of its own. Then um, it just becomes impossible to maintain the idea that you are a body. So um, from that point, I'll address um, this holy neutral thing and what freedom it represents to the mind to accept that my body is a wholly neutral thing. The key words for me in the lesson are waiting for a purpose to be given it. When I thought about it earlier this week, I don't don't remember the context in which I was thinking, but I I remember thinking, um, uh, 
about the depths of authorship and how there are only two thought systems and of those two only one is true the ego thought system or the thought system of truth and from that perspective um, it becomes really useful to me to use the idea of a movie projector when I don't understand my function and I don't understand that uh, it is no dream to love your brother as yourself failing to understand that I filled in all the blanks with my own story and in that context what he's telling us in this section is that the ego thought system has its own story a version of who what when where why and how um, that features the body exactly as is described in this work in these first few paragraphs the error uh, isn't the body the error is the movie that runs on the projector if I let that sit a minute I'm led to the notion that there is a projector of truth um, the projector doesn't change but there's a movie reel of truth and there's a movie reel that represents the ego's version this body is a wholly neutral thing um, it's the mind and heart united in the body that is capable of receiving truth it's the mind and heart united that's capable of asking what is my function here it's the mind and heart united that can accept that um, God has a plan for salvation of which I am an integral part it's the mind and heart united that can ask for and accept the fact that it is no dream it is no dream to love your brother as yourself and that's when um, finally the movie reel is changed mind and heart united are the projector you see and that's the function I'm waiting to receive that's why I so loved and you know it, it was really beautiful yesterday when I when I sat and thought about what's the opening for today and, and I was pretty convinced in my own mind that the perfect opening was a Rumi poem that goes out beyond ideas of right doing and wrongdoing there's a field and I'll meet you there and when the soul lies down in that grass the world is too full to even talk about there is no you or I or anything except God and I, I was convinced of that but no nope, no nope. holy mind said to me hold to the Christ thought that gives your meaning your your gives you all the meaning that you have hold to the Christ thought and now I see why now I see why because mind and heart united waiting to receive the function that is given it is the Christ thought that's really big <laughs> that's really big because 
um, I'll tell you today that he really means it when he says God is all in all in a literal sense. The only thing going on truly in the thought system of truth is love. He says it in this work um, so beautifully, chapter 11, where he says you cannot really give anything but love to anyone, nor can you ever receive anything but love from anyone. That's what happens when I let the thought system of truth become the movie reel that I'll project. This entire Course in Miracles is not about learning something. It's not about learning at all. It's about unlearning. And so in this section, he points it out really beautifully. I thought, I thought that innocence had to be purchased at the cost of someone else's guilt. And as a consequence in the belief in guilt, I let that movie reel run in my heart and mind. And all I saw was a dream of death, suffering, sin, condemnation, blame. All the guilt that I thought was mine. And that's why the atonement is the perfect answer. Because it reestablishes the innocence that is the truth of everything. All the guilt that I thought was mine in the dream I projected in this movie reel of separation where dancing figures played out all the roles that I gave them in this dream of guilt. And we all suffer from it. You know, I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of my thoughts, he says. It's our function to accept the Christ thought. And in the Christ thought, with Christ's vision, all he sees is himself. Everywhere he looks, all he sees is himself, his innocence, purity, perfection, and love. And that's the acceptance of the movie reel that is the true function of this endeavor. We end this, this workbook with, I am God's son, shining in the reflection of his love. His love lights up this world, lights up my heart, mind, and unity, and establishes the fact that it is no dream to love your brother as yourself. In fact, self, capital S self, is the light in the projector. We are all shining in the reflection of his love. I love the way you said it, Lemoyne. The penny dropped. It can't be true that anything is different from myself. And that's why he says, you know, in discriminating perception from knowledge back in chapter 3, he says, to know God's miracle as you is to know God. I've heard so many holy instants described in exactly that same way. I came from the holy instant and realized I'm God. Or I came from the holy instant and realized I'm the Holy Spirit. That's the realization that's awaiting my heart, mind, and unity. When I accept atonement for myself means I accept the movie that my father wants to project from my mind. He's the light and I'm the vessel. 
there is nothing going on here except the song of love the Son of God sings to the Father still and that song of love he so desires to project through us who wait for our function to be given us that's what makes this lesson today so beautiful it says you belong to first cause and aside from first cause there is no other cause that's why God is all in a literal sense God is all in all there's only this great wide sunny meadow that reflects the love of God that we can share with each other and realize it is absolutely true it is no dream it is no dream to love your brother as yourself and that's the understanding that restores my capitalist self to me realization that we belong in this authorship of the love story we belong to each other we belong to God we belong to truth we are truth we are real we are love and when that is complete and every mind knows its oneness we will have achieved the second coming and understand that Jesus Christ forever the same is the author and finisher of our faith and is ourself I'm complete thank you Lori yeah, thank you that's beautiful Lori thank you thank you Lori wonderful It was excellent, Lori. Thank you. Little reminder, there's 1,440 holy instants in a day. Are you on mute? Uh, I don't think I am. Um, no, you're not. I was just waiting. I was just okay. waiting to see if anybody had any other thoughts. Thanks, Tom. Uh, yeah, this is Lemoyne. I just want to say, sorry. I really like the <laughs> the way you said Alpha and Omega there, the author and finisher of our faith. 
A little more personal than Alpha and Omega. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lemoyne, if you think it's time to close the call, um, I I was given a good closing today. Okay. Well, uh, I was... Uh, just wondering if you had more to add than author and finisher. <laughs> I was going to leave the choice to you, so there you go. Well, you know, you know what? I'm going to launch right into it then. He says, Lesson 162 are words of power. And uh, in light of this whole chapter and today's lesson and today's reading, this seems absolutely perfect. I am as God created me. This single thought held firmly in the mind would save the world. It will mean far more to you as you advance. These words are sacred, for they are words God gave in answer to the world you made. By them it disappears, and all things seen within its misty clouds and vaporous illusions vanish as these words are spoken, for they come from God. Here's the capital word by which the son became his father's happiness, his love, and his completion. Here creation is proclaimed and honored as it is. There is no dream these words will not dispel, no thought of sin and no illusion that the dream contains that will not fade away before their might. These are the trumpet of awakening that sounds around the world. The dead awake in answer to its call, and those who live and hear this sound will never look on death. Holy indeed is he who makes these words his own, arising with them in his mind, recalling them throughout the day, at night bringing them with him as he goes to sleep. His dreams are happy and his rest secure, his safety certain, and his body healed because he sleeps and wakens with the truth before him always. He'll save the world because he gives the world what he receives each time he practices the words of truth. I am as God created and so is every living thing you see. We honor you today. Yours is the right to perfect holiness you accept now. With this acceptance is salvation brought to everyone. For who could cherish them when holiness like this has blessed the world? Who could despair when perfect joy is yours, available to all as remedy for grief and misery, for sense of loss and complete escape from sin and guilt? Who could fail to welcome you into his heart with loving invitation? eager to unite with one like him in holiness. You are as God created you. These words dispel the night and darkness is no more. The light has come today to bless the world. For you have recognized the Son of God and in your recognition is the world. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Laurie. Beautiful. I'm going to keep that in mind. I am as God created me. Okay.
just joining Thank the call. Everyone. This is Mindy. Thank you. That was a lovely way to, to open up my, my hello to you all. Thanks, Lori. Wow. Thanks, everyone. It was a beautiful call. Thanks, Lemoy. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Lemoy. Mm, thank you all. I've, got, I've just got to repeat that again and maybe push it a little bit. I am as God created me. So is every living thing I see or hear or hear about or think about, <laughs> it remains as God created it. All right, and I'm going to push the button that ends the recorded portion and on to the after call. Thanks, y'all, for being here. <laughs>